good morning. It's Friday morning if you're watching this or listening to this today. Uh, today is the day that we celebrate the death of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's called Good Friday among those who celebrate Holy Week. And so because it's Good Friday today, Mary Alice, I thought it might be fitting for us to look at some wonderful scriptures about what Jesus did for us on the cross. Of course, it's in all four of the Gospels. It's alluded to in almost all the New Testament books, but I would like for us today to go back to an Old Testament book. Because in the book of Isaiah, <laughs> sometimes I know when we were in college, we were told Isaiah is like the fifth gospel mm -hmm. because it has so much about Jesus in it. But in Isaiah chapter 53, we have one of the most beautiful depictions of what God was up to in the death of Jesus and what it accomplished in our lives. So with that in mind, I'd like to just read part of Isaiah 53. The Bible says, there was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet, it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. We thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellions. He was crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be made whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. As a sheep is silent before his shears, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong and had never deceived anyone. But he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and to cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy long life and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. And I love this because verse 11 to me is what I think Jesus felt when he said it is finished. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous for he will bear all their sins. Mm. Well, I'll just stop right there. But there's no one else that this chapter could be about, although it's written 750 years before Jesus was born. It's about Jesus. I think, I don't know if I mentioned this in all the services this weekend, but I, you, know, you know, I had a very, very close friend who was a rabbi and mm -hmm. uh, I spoke at the synagogue for him many times and he was at New Spring and we went to lunch together. And we, were, we were good friends. and. Um, when I spoke at his memorial service, I said, if he got a flat tire, he knew to call me. If I got a flat tire, I knew to call him. I mean, mm -hmm. we, we, we were just really, really good friends. But he would invite me to the synagogue and we were reading one day and we stopped. Uh, I noticed the reading stopped before we got to Isaiah 53 and it was mm -hmm. just left out of the reading. And I asked him why and he said, well, because it could cause confusion. Mm. And I thought, no, it doesn't cause confusion. It causes it's clarity. clarity. <laughs> Very much clarity because it has to be about Jesus Christ. And he and I talked about Jesus many times. 
and and I my prayer is I just pray that you know he did really come to know the Lord because he was a dear 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 friend but as we think about Jesus on Good Friday there there's some things that just stand out from this scripture and I mean there are so many we could talk about it forever but it's very very clear Mary Alice he bore our sins mm-hmm. when you look at the abuse and the suffering that he went through that we commemorate today he didn't do that because of his own sins he had none he did it for us mm-hmm. it's it's really hard to fathom it is it really yeah. is yeah. my sin I, I, I love that uh, that lyric from it is well with my soul it says, my sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in par, but the whole, is nailed to his cross. And I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, oh, my soul. Mm. It's such a glorious moment and yet profoundly sad in yeah. a way. I, you know, when we used to do the Passion Play, I would go and sit in on some of the rehearsals and I would always tell myself, you know the person that's carrying that cross down the aisle. It yeah. isn't Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But every time, it never, it never felt any time I saw him just so struck with the sadness of that. Yeah, I think there's a humility that comes inside of us when we, st- we stand at the cross. You know, mm-hmm. those of us who have known Christ for a long time and we've been Christians, we, get, we learn a lot about the Bible. We go to a lot of church services. We sing a lot of songs. We, we read a lot of books we really get to know a lot about the Bible and without wishing to sometimes, I think there's a little bit of a feeling, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm starting to progress here. There's something about going back to the cross and looking up into the face of the Son of God with that crown of thorns on his head and those nails in his hands. And it's like, I'm nobody. If it's not for him, I'm nobody. Anything I ever have is from him, anything that I ever accomplished is through his grace and through his power and through the power of the blood that he shed that continues to have effect on us today. And the weight of our sin on him. I think, um, referring back to what you were saying too, so many times I've talked to people who say, well, I've always been a Christian and and I always feel like, and nobody can know someone else's hurt, but I always, to me, the gravity of my sin has to be um, a reality because yeah. if my sin didn't have that kind of gravity, why did Jesus die? You know, I think there's something we ought to refer to, Marielle. The Bible talks about hell as being an awful place. Mm. And a lot of times I think it's human nature for us to shrink back and think, oh, I don't want to think about something that could be as bad as Jesus describes in Luke 16. But think about this for a moment. God, the Father, put his son on that cross and he was brutalized in our place. So for God to allow his son to go through that kind of suffering, he had to be keeping us out of a very awful place. That's right. why, why would he let Jesus go to that length of suffering if it wasn't to keep us out of something that was very horrible? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the only way that it makes sense. It's true. And, and what a glorious thing it is that he was willing to do that for us. And if he hadn't, we would have no hope. Yeah, I, the the song that comes to my mind right now is that old song, The Love of God. Mm. You know, how rich, how pure, how measureless mm. and strong. Uh, because there's no way that we can really understand just how much God loves us. The closest we can get to it is looking at the cross. It's and you know, it reminds me of uh, Genesis 3.15. Mm-hmm. I love going back to Genesis 3.15 where God's talking to Satan. And he says, I'm, I'm going to send a rescuer through the seed of the woman. And you're going to bruise his heel. Which he did on the cross. He did. 
But in the process, as God said, he's <laughs> going to crush your head. He's going to crush and so your head. <laughs> it's like when we see that horrible situation on the cross. It, it was horrible. If we look at the, the, the heaviness, the gravity of our sin, and, and he didn't just have our sin, but he had the yeah, sin of the, the, whole world, world. the whole world. It's unimaginable for us. But you know, he won the victory for us. You right know, Mary, there's a sermon that I, I preached. I know I preached it in New Spring, and I preached it in other places. And I remember when we were in New Spring, we had three crosses up on the stage. Mm -hmm. I think we did it on Palm Sunday, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. It's been quite a few years ago. Mm. But I said, you know, you can go to hell if you want to. If, if you're bound and determined to go to hell, you can go to hell, but you have to walk past three crosses. You have to walk past the first cross of that thief who rejected Jesus. And you have to say, I agree with him. I think he's right. You know, because he cursed Jesus, didn't want anything to do with him, and died without Jesus. So if you're going to go to hell, you have to walk past that first cross and say, I think he was right. And then you have to walk past the second cross and see Jesus up there and realize that he loves you and he's dying for you and that he made a way for you to go to heaven. He's making the way for you to go to heaven right now on the cross. And you have to walk past that cross and say, I'm sorry, Jesus, I'm not interested. Mm. But then there's a third cross that you have to walk past. You have to walk past that thief who accepted Jesus because you know what he tells us? He tells us anybody can be saved. That's right. He tells That's us right. that nobody should go to hell. Nobody has to go to hell because of what that man on the middle cross is doing. And if you want to go to hell, you have to walk past the guy who tells us that anybody can be mm -hmm. saved. Mm -hmm. And then if you can walk past those three crosses, but you know what? I can't get past, I can't get past, I can't get past that middle cross. Mm -hmm. But it is good to know that anyone can have salvation through Jesus Christ. I always say, you know, I think, and I know I don't think they were allowed to really collect their bodies, but if the, the family of that third cross, that thief, if the family came to collect his body, you think they had any hope that he was going to heaven? <laughs> no. I don't think so. Well, I mean, that's a great question, too, because I'm going off on a tangent now, but so many times I've had funerals for people and the family was separated from them, and they just assumed that they were lost, and I would find out later that person mm -hmm. accepted mm -hmm. Christ and mm -hmm. had that happen not that long ago. We, we can never know. We can never know. We can never know what kind of business God does. Uh, in those last breaths before someone goes through. Well, I would, I would hope that we would spend some time today, every day really, but especially on Good Friday, meditating mm -hmm. on the death of Christ for, Jesus, for, that for us, for our sins. And then, of course, if you come to New Spring tonight, you can focus on the resurrection <laughs> because our first Easter service is tonight. So you could have a wonderful day if you did those two things. But I hope that you will at least come to one of our New, new Spring Easter services. They're going to be wonderful. There's one, on, one tonight at 6.30, and then there are two tomorrow and three on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So Saturday at 3.30 and 5.30. Right. And then 8, 9.30 and 11.30. Oh, you have a great mind. <laughs> I, I, I didn't remember any of those times except Friday night. And I knew where else would remember. I have to be there for all. I get to be You'll, there for all Yes, of that's right. Yeah. Well, let's pray. And uh, let's thank the Lord for his kind love for us and his wonderful sacrifice for our sins. Father God, we love you. We thank you for your goodness how we love Jesus. First of all, Father, that you would give your only son and then that Jesus would be willing to take the price, the place for us and pay the price for our sins. And now, Father, we humbly kneel before the cross and give you the glory and praise. And Father, we celebrate not only the death of Jesus for our sins, but his resurrection, which certifies that everything you promise us is true. And we thank you for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Noah's Window. God willing, we'll see you this weekend at New Spring. Or if you're out of 
state or out of the city, watch us online. I think you'll be really blessed by the Easter service. May God bless. Have a wonderful day. See you soon.